Okay, I heard rustling. Okay, all right, three, two. Stop rustling. I'm sorry. <laughs> three, two, one. Sounds good to me. Was it good or perfect? Um, well, we can try it again. Okay. Three, two, one. All right, so we're back from Forbidden Land. We're back from Forbidden Land. Yeah, yeah. And my shoulders got sunburned. I barely got sunburned. Oh, well, aren't you special? Uh, my favorite part of Forbidden Land was the ride. That was just called Dinosaur. And <laughs> oh, like, of course, uh, the signs for all the rides were all in all caps. So it just looked like Dinosaur. Our Dinosaur <laughs> of the Week is actually from that ride. So be excited. Yeah. Really? Throwback uh, to like uh, last throwback. week. Throwback. My other favorite thing was talking to the people in the people mover, talking to the people on Space Mountain. You can hear it if you listen to our Forbidden Land episodes. Oh, you recorded that? at them. Yes, girl. Nice. I start yelling at them. I'm like, hey, I see you. <laughs> and when, when I went on Space Mountain later, I waved to the people in the people mover because I saw them waving. Nice. But I like how you said that, like, just you went on Space Mountain. Yeah. It was just me. No one else. Okay. When you're exiting Space Mountain... At one point, you look over in the people mover, so I stuck my head in one of the exhibits and shouted up at the people mover. I was like, hey, hey, I see you. <laughs> and I didn't see him. I just wanted to keep them on their toes. So on that note, tell us our dinosaur. Our, our dinosaur. <laughs> our dinosaur is the Carnotaurus. Uh, I actually know this one. I know. We had a discussion so, about it in line. We did, because I didn't believe it existed. What? We had this conversation, because I was like, is that a real dinosaur? You were asking about what the name meant. I was also asking if it was real. I guess that's true. Anyway, so a Carnotaurus is a carnivorous dinosaur that... Looks like a T-Rex. <laughs> what? A T-Rex or a Trex. <laughs> and it's got these little horns. Mm-hmm. And it's apparently not very fast because it's not able to catch up to a slow-moving vehicle. Its head appears. It, it can separate its head from its body and its head will appear above a roller coaster. <laughs> And then it'll take a picture of everyone in the ride looking slightly annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was looking at the pictures from that, because Dad posted them, I'm sure you saw, and yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. And it's apparently the most vicious dinosaur. But I'm just like, there was never a Jurassic Park movie or a Jurassic World movie about it, so I don't think it's a big deal. I don't think it's a hot shot. So that's a Carnotaurus. Yup. Some other details. It's from the late Cretaceous. They've only ever found one skeleton for it. What? Yeah, there's like one skeleton for it. How do they know it's not just a T-Rex and someone had pointy bones to its head? Because T-Rexes aren't from the late Cretaceous. But how do they know 
So how do they know it's the Carnotaurus and not proof that the T-Rex was part of the like, Cretaceous or Crustaceous? Because there's only one of them. And it's, it's much smaller than a T-Rex. It's actually not that much taller than like the adult human male scale that they usually use. Um, oh, really? No! Let's see, are you still there? Hello. Okay, three, two, one. Good job, team. Anyway, so the Carnotaurus was slightly taller than the human male figure? Yes. There's debate whether it ate, like, large sauropods or, like, smaller animals. So that means the things that they were using in dinosaur were very inaccurate. (laughs) Shocker. What a freaking shocker. But why didn't they just use a T-Rex? T-Rexes T-Rexes are not from the late Cretaceous. But why did it need to be from the late Cretaceous? Because it had, they, the whole plot was that you had to be, like, towards the meteor shower. Uh. That was, like, the huge driving point of the plot. Because it's like, well, I guess initially I'm like, I'm like, oh, is it only the size of a human male? But then I'm like, well... Crocodiles are flat and they're really scary. So maybe it's maybe it's kind of scary. I guess if one came knocking at my door, I would be pretty upset. I'd be pretty upset if a reptile knocked on my door. <laughs> Not if a carnotaurus of a reptile. Oh, just kidding. They are from the late Cretaceous. T Rexes. Yeah. Listen, see what I'm saying? I know my dinosaurs. Where are you looking now if iguanodons are from the late Cretaceous? Yeah. Crustaceous? Crustaceous, man. Crustaceous sounds like it should be a a surfer slang. Crustaceous, man. They existed halfway between the first swift bipedal hypsilophodontids of the mid-Jurassic and the duck-billed dinosaur of the late Cretaceous. So that one wasn't really true to form. Yeah. I like how Jurassic Park is called Jurassic Park, but aren't, like, 90% of the dinosaurs in that from the late Cretaceous? No, <laughs> the late Cretaceous. Good job. Yes. So as Cretaceous Park is not as exciting. It's not as catchy. Considering I would probably, everyone would just say Crustaceous Park, which just sounds... Like the specific ocean. Like, yeah, the specific ocean. Um, my other favorite time was when we went on Mission Space. Which one? And the harder one. And okay. we all died. <laughs> we Partly because die. I jokingly was like, I'm not going to hit any of my buttons. And I'm going to move my joystick around. You and were not joking. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I was... Then I thought to myself, maybe I should just play along. And then we get in the ride... And I hear twice, computer override, and I look at the parents, and they're just watching the TV and I hitting their buttons. <laughs> so we died, and then no, we when we were supposed to land, I decided, screw it, and I just yanked the joystick back and forth, and I yelled no every time they said, go left, and I would go no and go right. You did so we that. failed our mission to Mars. We are having a ceremony on Mars. Elon Musk and Grimes are holding it for us. We're going to be honored as fallen heroes. 
journey to Mars. My favorite so. part is how you're traveling to Mars for the training. I know. I'm like, that seems counterproductive. My other favorite part is how they have four joysticks. Like, how hard would it be to pilot something with four different people piloting it? <laughs> Listen, I mean, you know, if you go with me, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, what if I just yanked the joystick up instead of side to side or front to back? I just yanked it up and out of the, out of the cockpit. Oh, like straight, I see. Not like push mm-hmm. it up, just like yank it out. Yeah, like yank it up. <laughs> yank it on the Z axis, or the Y axis. So the X or Z axis. Um, I would say it would be the Y axis. Yeah, I'll yank it up out of the Y axis. Do you think they would be happy? I would be like, I would exit the ride with a joystick in hand and be like, I have defeated the ride. <laughs> I'm and then sure, they would all just... I'm sure you wouldn't get a span from Epcot. They would clap. Like they do in Universal. I've started, I've picked that habit up now. <laughs> really? Earlier today, mom and I were folding clothes and she dumped some of the clothes on the bed and I just went. <laughs> and then she started clapping, so we were all just clapping. We clapped for the laundry, it was great. Nice. Oh, yeah, I'm graduated now. I don't think we established that. No, I don't think we did. Yeah. <laughs> I graduated. Well, Felicity didn't graduate. Felicity graduated. Yes. So. That, that's not one of your personas, though. I guess now. I mean, she's got to be the smart one. She's got to carry carry all that weight. She's the one who has the degree. Yeah. It's kind of sad when one of my personas has the degree and you tell not it. myself. Also, Fel Obel went to Disney, not Felicity. Oh, so you said the word. Personas. You said the word. Oh, darn it. Gosh darn it. So, it's kind of sad, you know, when all of my personas are, you know, doing things Living a better lives. life. It kind of makes me feel on one part sad, but it also makes me feel like a proud mom. You know, I've raised these personas since they were born, really. I've coddled them, I've nurtured them, I've watched them grow, I've watched them go off to college, and now get my degree. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a it's bittersweet a, moment it's a bittersweet moment so how's your life when, when was the last time we did the Monroe story did we do the Monroe story technically the last time let me look this up I'm pretty sure we did yeah I think I read oh no I started playing it <laughs> podcast oh, within a podcast alright <laughs> where we just play our podcast It'll be like our version of like Munch Squad or something. Yeah. We don't have a separate podcast within a podcast. We just play existing podcasts. Like we just done. we yeah. We just play the same podcast within the podcast. No, we should reenact the podcast within the podcast. So it'll be like previously on, or a flashback sequence. For our hundredth episode, we should do a clip show. Except instead of like just doing the recordings we should re-read like reenact the recordings yes it'll be great i don't think i don't think we did do monroe australia something ohio oklahoma oregon pennsylvania Rhode Island, south carolina south dakota tennessee texas Utah, vermont virginia washington west virginia wisconsin wyoming north south east west and no particular something and then it would be like massachusetts is the best <laughs> 
Previously on Dinosaur Tea Time. <laughs> now, which one of my personas would be reading it? Reading what? Reading the previously on. You can switch it up, like, different one each week. That's true. Well, that means I just have to get my accent right for Fellow Bell. You know, I guess maybe I went with Fellow Bell's band. But she never really made an appearance. I never really did my Irish accent down there. No, you didn't. So maybe you cheated her out of her trip. And cheated. Maybe she. Maybe she's still down at the Orlando airport. Considering technically, hasn't she not been to the states ever? <laughs> I don't remember that particular bit of lore. Because I remember in our. When our episode got hijacked on April 1st by Becky O'Bell and Felicity O'Bell, they were long-lost <laughs> sisters. They were twins. twins. <laughs> yes. But you were the younger sister. Or not you, Becky O'Bell is the younger sister. But I don't, but they're long-lost siblings, but they've never met? Yeah. <laughs> then I think something, I think... It was like Felicity O'Bell was born and then the mom got frozen in some sort of time trap. Because Felicity O'Bell is sometimes from the ancient and sometimes from the potato famine. But I don't think she's ever come to the United States. I don't think she has. Yeah, so maybe she's just still sitting in Orlando. That's unfortunate. So does that mean if... Felicity O'Bell had one band where you missed her unknown bell the entire time. That could be possible. <laughs> <laughs> it just scares me that it was a mister. <laughs> he did get to go on some rides with us, though. Yes. Lucky he was him. He at Universal. And I think one of the Splash Mountains or two. Yeah. Mr. Unknown Bell. I feel like Mr. Unknown Bell might have married into our family from the Invisibee family. Do you remember those? Yes, I remember Invisibee. Um, for those who don't know, which is everyone, because it's very inside. <laughs> it's, deep it's a deep cut. It's a deep cut. Um, Invisibee was the name of my imaginary friend. Yes, I was one of those kids who had an imaginary friend. And I will probably eventually one day be in a study of all those people who have imaginary friends and they try to figure out why. Because it's something like one-third of kids have imaginary friends and they're not sure why. Like, I tried to have one because it was, like, the cool thing to do, but I didn't actually have one. That's actually hilarious. (laughs) I don't remember her name. She had, like, pink overalls. That's all I remember. Wait, so did you, like, actively try to imagine her in a corner or something? Yeah, because, like, I tried to imagine it like I would write... Like, you know how you'd plot out one of your stories in your head or something? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. That's so funny. That's so Becky. So, for <laughs> me, Invisibee was an invisible imaginary friend. She was, like, technically blonde, but she was also transparent. Like, you could see through her. So, she was also sort of silvery like almost a shimmery transparent I don't know and she had a whole family I don't remember any of their other names I don't know why her name was Invisibee like that was her straight up name 
her parents. Wait, how do you spell Invisibi? Um, I and like Invisa, mm. and then instead of bull, it's a capital B E. Oh, I always pictured it as lowercase B E E. Mm. No, it's a capital B E. So, looking back, I wonder if I called her Invisibi. In two parts. One, because our last name is Bell, so Invisible Bell. And part of that also might have been because your name started with a B. Aww. So, and anyone with a theory on who or what Invisibi actually is and why that is her name, let us know. I'd love to know. Actually, don't let me know because some theories about imaginary friends are freaky. Mm, I can imagine there would be a lot of death. So Alright. Anyway, where was I going with this? Oh yeah, Invisibility. And I remember I would imagine I would save seats for her at places, I remember. <laughs> I would get mad if people sat in her seat. And I was like, she's sitting there. So I, I remember one time being in the car and just imagining invisible well, not imagining, because it's hard because, I don't know, anyone who has ever had an imaginary friend probably gets it, but I sort of imagined her driving next to us, and it was something, the theory was that if you blinked enough times, you could see their invisible world, and it was sort of, there was a whole invisible city in our town. Because we did not live in the city, let me tell you. Right, yeah, we did not live in the city, but it was very New york Well, it was sort of a a cartoonish version of what a person raised in the country thinks of as a city. So it was if you blinked enough times, you could see Invisa City, which is I'm pretty sure what it was called. (laughs) They were really creative. Nice. Yeah, she had, I think she was the only girl in her family. She had a few brothers, at least two. So maybe Invisibi was with us the whole time. Or maybe Invisibi's father, Mr. Unknown Bell. <laughs> or maybe one of them married into the family and now there's a Mr. Unknown Bell. Mr. Invisible. Invisible. Oh my gosh. Bell. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. I never even thought about that until <laughs> Invisible. Wow. Nice. Three, Oops. Two. Sorry, <laughs> playing the ball. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> So, I guess that's about it, because I think we're definitely at time now. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, on that note, I guess we're going to end on Invisibelle. Nice. And, funnily enough, funnily, because that's, yep, English. Hilariously enough, I did not even mean for that to be a pun. I just Uh blew my own mind. Good job. All right. Thank you. This has been... Mrs. Unknown Bell? Maybe I'm married to someone in the Invisibi family? I don't know. But if it's your... Like, if your <laughs> husband took your name, would you still be Mrs.? Yeah, I think so. Okay, I have no idea. I'll Google it later. Okay. This is Invisibel. That'll be so. our question to start with next time. Yes. I'm gonna to forget about it in, like, an hour. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna forget about it right now. I already forgot. <laughs> I already erased it from my mind. Nice. 
just like a, I erased the memory of my doppelganger Felicity, and now I'm her. Did you I'm see the bee. thing that apparently scientists erased part of a snail's memory? That's actually the funniest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. I don't know why they chose a snail, and I don't know how they t- can tell they erased part of its memory. I know. Because it can't, like, communicate with us. Yeah. But yeah, that's the yeah, thing that maybe happened. Maybe they've, they've invented mind-reading things, and they mind-read the snail. And I don't know what snails think about. Neither do I. How much they don't want to get salty. That's all I got. All right. This all right. has been Invisibel and Invisibeck. Nice. Nice. Bye for now.